Welcome to the People Performance Podcast with Renee Vincelli, where people come before performance. Welcome everyone to the People Performance Podcast. I am Renee Vincelli. This is episode number three. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that is very dear to my heart, um, something I I care about a lot and is frankly one of the big drivers and big reasons why I started um, my new business. So we're going to talk about parenting today, and I'm specifically going to talk about parenting in the time of COVID-19 and some of the lessons um, that we've learned, that I've learned, that I believe others have learned, and just all the conversations I've had and the things I've observed and what we've all been through um, as parents. And so like I said, you know, this is something that is important to me. I, I feel very strongly that the family is the foundation of society and that the family is really the 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 thing that keeps this thing all moving that we call um, our society and our world. And I believe parents are at the center of that because they are the influencers of their children and they are the ones that need to be whole, need to be happy, need to be thriving for us all to be able to um, to, to have strong families. And so I want to talk today about working parents in particular and um, what this time has meant and some of the lessons learned um, from this time. And, you know, I, this really leads up to some specific work I plan to do um, that I'm really passionate ar- about around coaching of parents. And so um, I'll, I'll share a little bit about that here, uh, maybe at the end and uh, more to come on that, um, that I'll be, I'll be sharing on LinkedIn soon and in other places. But, you know, the lessons that I'm going to talk about, I think were, were most acutely felt during 2020, um, certainly now, you know, one hopes that we are coming to the end of the challenges of uh, COVID. Uh, maybe we are, maybe we aren't. I guess we'll see. But certainly, these lessons uh, apply before COVID and and during and and I think after. If it's done anything, I think COVID has made us um, aware of things that we probably should have been more aware of before. And um, I know that it's done that for me and has definitely shaped how I've seen uh, the world and, and seen some of these things over time. So let me give you guys a couple of statistics. Um, I don't think any of these will surprise you. I think there's been a lot of data and a lot of research, and there probably will be uh, several decades more worth of research on the impact of COVID from a, a variety of perspectives. But I wanted to share a few things related to parenting um, over the past couple of years. So 62% of adults with children say that their additional child care and virtual schooling responsibilities during the pandemic have hurt their ability to get, get ahead at work. That's 62%. Um, and that's in a report by the American Staffing Association in June of this year. So two-thirds of parents have said that their jobs have been impacted by these additional responsibilities. And so I think the angle that I look at that from is the stress that that puts on someone. I know for myself and others that I know, that sort of dynamic has put a lot of stress on them on a day-to-day basis. And you know, there was a period there where for months we were living in that time of stress. Um, another survey in August of this year, 40% of parents have shared that they were considering leaving their jobs which I find staggering. I, I don't know how someone can just decide to leave their job. Um, you know, there's an economic impact of that, a financial impact of that for them personally and for their family, but that's that's the data. Um, August 2021, that is what um, folks were saying about leaving their, their jobs, and maybe the intention is to find something else. I think certainly, you know, there's been a lot of noise in the, the um, employment data that we could look at and examine a bit, but I think suffice it to say parents are not 
not not content, not happy in their um, their work and the impact to their family. And then the last one I'll share, and I think this one's a, a big one too, and I don't think there's any surprise here. Nearly half of parents, 48% in March of this year, 2021, have said that their stress levels have increased since before the pandemic happened. Um, I, I think people or parents are always stressed. I think it's the nature of the job. But certainly uh, before COVID, we were less stressed than we are now. And 50% of parents, nearly nearly 50% are saying that. So clearly this has been a challenging time. Um, I know for me, I've got three sons. I've shared this on the podcast before. I think the first episode I went into this a little bit. But it, it's been a tough time for us too and, and very very minor ways compared to other folks that have been more directly impacted by some of the financial and health challenges of COVID. Um, but just from a pure stress and balance of all the things that we, we've we had on our plate, there's days where it's been very difficult. I, I, as I record this, um, I'm doing it at sort of an odd hour. Um, our babysitter is sick. You know, I don't know what it is. It's probably nothing serious. But, you know, when someone's sick, they're at home. And, you know, there's more more concern about that these days. And so, you know, my husband and I have had to take on additional work over the past couple of days that we didn't intend to because she's at home sick. And I, I, that has happened multiple times to us. I know that has happened multiple times and then some to less, um, less flexibility with child care. And so there's a lot here that has been challenging. Um, certainly for us and for other people too. So what are the lessons? And, and maybe this is where the bright spot in all this challenge is, is in these lessons. I know for me, these lessons are things I have felt very acutely. I'm going to share a few lessons from a parent's perspective, the perspective of a parent um, who has gone through some of these things. And I'm going to, I'm going to share a few lessons for um, leaders of parents or for employers to consider um, I have played that role too during the pandemic and certainly have some thoughts on that, that hopefully if you're not a parent, but you're listening to this, or maybe you are a parent, but you're thinking through, you know, how do I help my team? Um, because I know I have parents on my team. What are some lessons for me that I can take away to help them? And so here's a few, there's a few things there that I want to share. So the first thing I wanted to share uh, from a lessons perspective is that the valuable parts of life and of work are the people as a mother, the joy of life, and I think most parents feel this way, is, is your children. For me, that's certainly the case with my, my three sons, watching them, them grow, learn, spending time with them, spending time with my husband, our, our, our crew of five being together. This extra time with them has been extremely valuable. So there, there is a lesson here around closeness and the connection of the family bonds that hopefully have strengthened, right? Even under the stress, hopefully those things have increased and have strengthened the time that we've been able to slow down and to be with our families and be more connected. Um, I, th I think my boys are closer than they probably would have been if they would have been in school that whole time. I think my connection to them, being able to pick them up from school more, being able to spend more time with them in the mornings instead of driving, driving and commuting to work, I think that has strengthened the connection. So there are these silver linings in, in our connection to our families that have benefited from what we've been through, even under the stress. Um, and so I, I ask folks to think about think about that. You know, what have you gained from this time that maybe you wouldn't have had if you had not been through what you've been through? And, you know, I, I would also take, you know, this, this notion of, of um, relationships and people, which is so foundational to what I, I care about, to, to the work environment too. So, 
you know, when you think about what it is you have to do at work, there's, there's tasks and there's, you know, sometimes menial things, administrative things, and then there's people. And those people are parents in a lot of cases. Those people are not parents, but they've got people they've care, they care about. They've got stress that they're under. They've got concerns that they're dealing with. Anytime you can pick the people over the, over the tasks and the menial and the administrative and the, the not-so-fun work, which sometimes you can't. you got to do those things too. But anytime you can, you know, the cup of coffee, the lunch, the virtual cup of coffee. I know we've had a lot of those. The... Um, the phone call to just say hello and ask how someone is doing, those things go a ton, a ton of a long way in helping folks in this difficult time we've been through. And so a focus on people and connectedness, even when we're not connected, even when we've had to be away from people, which like I said, hopefully we're past most of that. I think that is so valuable and so critical and so important. And so that's lesson number one is just the valuable parts of life and of work our people and the relationships that we have with them. The second lesson that I'll share is that we can only control some things, right? We can't control everything. Clearly, if there's anything we've learned, we've learned that. And the other things that we can't control, those things require acceptance, flexibility, and grace. Um, I, I think for a type A by nature person like myself, a planner a task-oriented person from the perspective I like to plan my life, plan my day, like to be very organized in terms of how I spend my time. COVID, COVID is a uh, is a flamethrower to that, to be honest. And I think, like I said, you know, even today, here we are. You know, I'm recording this at a very strange time uh, because I needed to because the babysitter can't come at the time that I normally would have done this. And so there are no plans that are your own. Um, and so you have to give yourself grace and acceptance and say, you know what? That's all right. It's okay. I'm not going to worry about that right now. I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let that be less than perfect. I'm going to let that be um, outside of my control and I'm not going to try to control it or try to take take it back in some way to, to control it or to manufacture some sense of, of ownership or sense of control it's just not possible at times. And sometimes you have to fight through it and, and do it anyway. Other times you just got to let things go. And I think we've learned that, you know, our, our society, um, America in particular has always had a fast paced planning, organized, doing, going hustle sort of culture. And I think we have learned to step back a little bit from that, which in some ways is good. And it kind of goes back to that first point about time with family time with loved ones and the connectedness that that has all brought. So the third one that I would share, uh, would share, um, is that you've got to make hard choices about what really matters and what doesn't. And this is somewhat related to the other two points, but you can't do everything. You can't do every activity. You can't, you can't, um, do all of the work that you want to do for your job when you're in lockdown and do all the homework and do, all the fun things you normally would do. So it's you have to think about what do you need for your own health and sanity and happiness to keep you as a parent healthy, strong, vibrant, alive, awake. For me, it's exercise. For me, it's a little bit of time alone. Those things keep me grounded. You know, what are those things that you need to keep your mind and your body healthy so that you can live in a little bit of this chaos? And some of those hard choices have to be made and you, you can't, you have to pick and choose. 
And so I, I ask folks to continue, you know, even after COVID, I think we have to continue to pick and choose what those things, what those things are. The last thing I'll share, the last lesson is that we have to be really mindful and really intentional with our family time and we have to set boundaries. So one of the things I continue to, to struggle with, to be honest, and I think a lot of people are like this, is, is that phone, right? The boundaries around the phone, um, the screen time for adults, the screen time for kids. It becomes a bit of a habit because we have so merged work and home at this point um, in terms of our attention. And so being extremely mindful and intentional about, you know, I'm going to put the phone down and I'm going to focus on my kids or I'm going to focus on some other activity that's going to help the family and I'm not going to do it with it with any distraction. I think that's um, extremely important. And it's an important example to your children as well because we are all, I know, a fight I have on a regular basis, a constant struggle is with the phones and the screen time for my boys. And so I think exhibiting good behavior as a good example is important and also just like I said for for healthy boundaries from from work and home. So those are some of the lessons that I wanted to share um, from my perspective related to the view of a parent and things I've learned and and hopefully those resonate. Hopefully those are things that that you've also uncovered and seen. The other thing I want to share is some of the leader lessons in all of this things that I think leaders should learn from this and should think about. And I say this from the perspective of someone who has managed people during COVID. Um, you know, I was going through this myself, was working with other people that were also going through it um, too. And I tried to keep these things in mind. And I think these are good things to, to take away beyond COVID. And I think all these lessons are things that you know, they're not going to go away if someday we say we've eradicated COVID-19 and we're all back to normal, which I, I don't know if we're going to see that day too soon, but hopefully at some point we can be in a, a new normal, as they say, or in a place that um, we're not we're not talking about these things on a regular basis. So what are some of these lessons? So the first one would be that when that day comes that we aren't talking about COVID as much, other challenges will come to those that you lead. So it's very interesting, you know, we, we all have our own personal pandemics, if you will. We all went through and are going through COVID and the impacts of it together at the same time, the same virus, the same economic impacts, the same lockdowns, the same constraints on our flexibility, the same constraints on our stress, the same impacts to us, the same mandates. It's all a, have, has been a shared experience, which you know, anytime you have a shared experience, a shared experience, they tend to unite people and um, at least give them something in common to feel that others can relate to their situation. And I would just ask leaders to remember that there are personal pandemics and challenges that individuals experience alone regularly. Um, They've been a little bit maybe on the back burner. We haven't talked about them as much or we haven't noticed them as much because everyone's been dealing with this one crisis together. But Folks regularly deal with things that make their their world turn upside down. So it could be a death in the family. It could be a, a chronic sickness of a child. It could be a divorce in the family. It could be um, something maybe less traumatic than those things, but that can cause major upheaval. And when those things happen, those are real, acute, personal, traumatic events 
in serious situations that those families feel maybe more than more than they have felt this COVID situation. And so I would just ask leaders to remember, you know, the, the flexibility and the support and the help that you were willing to offer during COVID, your employees, you know, three years from now, one by one, may be going through something much worse for them individually. So I think it's just an important thing to remember from an empathy perspective and just from a human perspective that although we all went through this together, there are other things that people face alone and that we need leaders and employers to understand that and provide the right leadership and the right support to them over time. The other thing I would um, I would say from a leader perspective is that people are unique, their needs are unique, and their comfort levels are unique. And so, you know, how people have felt about the challenges over the past couple of years are very unique to them. You know, not everyone is the same. So, you know, I know um, those I've been around and come in contact with, there is a range of feelings and there's a range of perspectives on this topic of COVID and all that comes with it, right? So you've got, you've got folks that are, that are very worried about it. Um, you know, maybe you've got folks that are more, um, have health issues or their children have health issues and they have been very concerned from a health perspective or from an economic perspective and the impact of their family, or maybe they're just wired to be more sensitive that way to those things. You have people that maybe are less worried about it. Um, you know, they, they don't, they don't take it, uh, as seriously or to the degree that others do um, that are around them. And so as a leader, I think being conscious of that and being aware of where someone individually is, is important to demonstrate the right level of empathy, the right level of support, the right level of understanding about their own personal needs and concerns. And, you know, I would say, you know, this is not a, a, a unique aspect of what we've all been through over the past couple of years. This is just in general, but something that I think um, has been acutely felt related to to COVID and to the impacts of it. So people are unique, their needs are unique, and their comfort levels are unique. The last thing I would share, and I think I think leaders and companies are finding this naturally anyway, but I, I think it's worth stating, giving up con- complete control will take you further than you think with your team and with your company. So that would be control of work location, of work time, of the attributes of work that you used to control. Um, you know, life has changed a lot. Life has changed, you know, I think about even when I was in college, right, like 20 years ago, there was no working from home. There was no flexibility at that time. I think even before that, there was even less Um, Work was a place that you went to, not something that you did. And I think there's a lot of folks kind of still holding on and grasping for that. And I I understand why. It's a comfort level. It's It's a control. It's a comfort level. It's what they're familiar with. But I really believe that giving up some of that, even if it's a little bit, right? Like even if you're not willing to give up all of it, if you give up a little bit more than you're comfortable, comfortable with, just a little bit more, I really believe it will pay dividends because at this time and beyond this and goes back to, you know, just that flexibility and, you know, challenges that people have um, in and outside of COVID-19, people will appreciate it. And I think it builds loyalty, it builds engagement. So being willing to be flexible being willing to give up control and give some of that control to your people to let them make their own decisions about where they work, when they work, how they work, what they do, 
I believe is, is just such a critical thing that builds goodwill and builds support. Now there has to be guardrails. There has to be um, things in place that create consistency in some cases. I totally understand that, but it's so important to, to people to see that their leaders care and that their leaders are human and are willing to go there and are willing to give up some of that control. And so I think from a leadership perspective, making the choice to do that will pay dividends with parents, with others in general. You know, most of these leader lessons, they're not unique to parents, right? I think a lot of the time when we talk about how to support X group, how to support parents, how to support this other uh, constituency of an employee base, it generally boils down to do the right thing and do things that are supportive of your people, period, right? Any people. And I, I feel strongly that these le- that le- these leader lessons will lead to success and lead to strong engagement with your teams. So a couple things I wanted to share. I think most folks know that know me um, and have, that, that have listened to the past few of these podcasts know that family is critical, critically important to me personally. It's critically important to our, um, our, our performance as people. Um, like I said earlier, parents are the foundation of, families are the foundation of society and parents are really at the center of that. And so we want, I want healthy, happy, vibrant families and parents. And so one of the things I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be sharing more about it here soon is offering a group program or a coaching program that's individual. I haven't decided yet exactly how I'm going to do it specifically for parents. And we're going to offer that beginning in early 2022. I think it's a a fresh start for the new year. And so be on the lookout for that. I intend to build some of these ideas and concepts into it, but we're going to have some things in there about managing stress, creating healthy routines, creating a healthy environment for the family to flourish and really starting with the parent um, and, and making them really start off 2022 in a positive way. So look for that coming soon. Uh, more to come there. So hopefully these lessons were of value to you. These are from my heart, things I've learned, things I've seen. And um, I, I'm looking forward to a world here soon. And we're already starting it now where folks are able to move past Um, where we've been over the past couple of years with these lessons in mind. So that is all for now, folks. Remember, people are greater than performance. People are the creators of performance, and people come before performance. Hope you have a great week.